So, yes, I'm going to have a look. I did ask, and you requested that I have a look at this. We believe the best men can be. This is the new Gillette short film that debuted yesterday, and uh, yeah, it's doing very well. So let's have a quick look at it. I'm going to do this without a sound because, um, you know, we just need to get the language, right? Don't have one look at the propaganda. So it starts with uh, Me Too sexual abuse allegations, masculinity, right? So this is the overlapping news audio. You can go listen to it. I'll put the link below. So first of all, of course, what they want to say is masculinity is synonymous with sexual abuse, with Me Too, that masculinity is predatory. Now, look here. So there's an, I guess, old, older black fellow looking in the mirror. There is an Italian guy, right? And there is an old white guy. And then there is a young white guy. And, you know, frankly, when it comes to uh, sexual assault, sexual abuse allegations, and when it comes to Me Too movements, um, white's not overrepresented in that neither are older black men. It's one of these weird things. Like when I was a kid, there was this PSA about like kids don't drop out of school, which followed the overwhelming desire of a young Japanese girl to drop out of school. And of course, we all know <laughs> Japanese girls don't really drop out of school. But you could make that little PSA about the Japanese girl because Japanese people weren't going to get upset about it. If you'd put someone like a black young man in there, then you'd have said, oh, all black men want to jump, like, want to drop out of school. People would get very upset, very angry. And so we in this weird world where everything is just the reverse of what it is, right? So you just, you know for a fact that the demographics they're going to put up there at the beginning are not the demographics most likely to uh, assault women, to abuse uh, women. Uh, that's, there's a lot of young black males in that. It's the reason why rap is so uh, popular, and if you want to talk about toxic masculinity and the abuse of women, well, you'd have to go to the Pakistani child pedophile rape gangs in England for some pretty powerful examples of that. Uh, and, of course, uh, they got away with raping little white British girls for, well, since 1975 was the first recorded instance, and it took forever for the police to act. So tons of examples of toxic masculinity out there, uh, none of which, you know, there's no guys in turbans, there's no guys with brown skin at the beginning that I can see. It's hard to tell with some of the lighting, but um, yeah, it's, you know, older black guys, uh, white guys, white boys, none of which are particularly likely to do the Me Too stuff, right? And it's it's also not, you know, older black guys not in a huge position of power in the world, uh, uh, white boys not in a huge position of power in the world, and the Me Too and the sexual uh, abuse stuff has to do with positions of power, and so they're not going to show any of that. So, so far, so good for propaganda. So then, this is I think this is an old Gillette commercial from sort of way back in the day, and um, there's guys bursting through uh, the, uh, the screen, right? Now, what are they doing? I think they're chasing this guy. Like, is this guy running because he's being chased by by these guys, and I guess they're calling him a freak, uh, and they're bullying him, and so on, right? And then, I think this is the same boy, he's being covered by his, he's being hugged by his fat single mom, right? There's no no father here. <laughs> so, so this kid should be fine, you see, according to the very premise of 
the movie. This kid should be fine because he's not being exposed to the toxic masculinity of his father, you see. So, I mean, he's, he's going to be perfectly fine uh, around this. Uh, his mother is, is hugging him. And she's not doing anything, right? She's not going out and confronting the boys. She's not calling their parents. She's not calling the school. She's not any of these things. She's just tearfully, passively, semi-obesely staring off into space. But this, this kid should be fine. There's no dad in the picture, no dad around, no father around. So why would he have any issues? If masculinity is so toxic, then the woman has kept him far away. For masculinity, so he should be fine. But he's being bullied. Again, none of this makes any <laughs> none of this makes any sense at all. It's like the sun will give you a sunburn. And then you have a kid who's been inside for the last five years with a sunburn. It's like, no, no, if, if masculinity is bad for you, this kid, this little boy should be fine. And uh, again, boys act, right? So the boys are chasing, the boys are moving, the boys are in motion, and the woman is just sitting there passively and sadly and holding her child and taking no action whatsoever to protect her boy. She's just being sad and holding him and doing nothing. Well, that's uh, (laughs) hopefully the best a man can get is more than a passive turnip woman. Uh, Okay, so these are text messages. Let's just go back for a sec here. You're such a loser, uh, sissy, everybody hates you, and so on. And the boys are running through and tipping over, you know, as bullies do, right? So, yeah, apparently boys are bullying. Now, of course, the fact that women report being bullied a lot, uh, primarily by other women, the fact that men are more bullied online than women, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? So what have we got here? Then we've got some TV thing with some woman. Now, this is all, to me, quite fascinating, right? So this woman in the TV picture, she's dressed to the nines. Like, she is dressed up. She's got her hair done. She's wearing a tight skirt. She's got her boobs hanging out. She's got a really short skirt, high heels. So come on. (laughs) It's it's like a—I mentioned this on the show before, but uh, a really startling moment for me when I was younger was being at a store in the mall that sold makeup. And over the store, uh, over the makeup— was the sign tools of the trade, right? The makeup, tools of the trade, right? So women trade sexual access for resources. That's as old as as mammals, I suppose. So this woman is trying to gain resources by attracting men. Now, of course, the problem that women have who are very sexy is they only want to attract the alphas. And so they have to have what's called the resting bitch face, right? Which means that they're cold and mean and hard to approach because they want to keep all but the most confident men. So it's tough for a woman. You want to attract a man to get resources, but you don't want to attract a loser. And so what you do is you put out this thing which says only losers go for women uh, who who make themselves enticing. So, yeah, this is uh, kind of funny, right? I mean, it's just part of sexual politics. So then you see here, this is a white man who is grabbing the butt of, I don't know, what is that, a black or his, it looks like a black or Hispanic maid who's cleaning his house, right? So I don't think that happens very often at all, right? So if you're looking at sexual aggression, black men sexually assaulting or raping white women is horrendously, um, it's occurring at horrendous numbers. The other way around, uh, which is white men sexually assaulting black women, well, the numbers are too low to even be counted. So again, here you have a situation which statistically does not occur. 
right, does not occur. And uh, if it was the other way around, like if it was a male, a black male sexually aggressing against a white female, then everybody would get mad, go, oh, you're characterizing blacks as sexual predators. But because it doesn't happen this way and because whites are pretty nice <laughs> for now, uh, you can portray this kind of stuff. So it is the reality that uh, nothing that is true is going to be portrayed in this. The exact opposite of the truth is going to be portrayed in this, right? And this, so we switch from this relatively tidy white guy to, I don't know who this lunatic is or what's going on here. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> oh, there's your screenshot for you. I mean, this is the next guy. He's got some sort of dog collar. He's, um, oh, you know what? I bet you I know who this is. This is the, <laughs> sorry. This is the father of the boy who's being chased by the bullies. This is, this is the, this is the dude that the pudgy single mom chose to have babies with. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who this is, uh, but uh, apparently, you see, when Miley Cyrus does it, she's liberated. But but when he does the sideways Satan tongue gesture, well, he's just a bad dude, right? So then uh, all the women are dancing, and this woman is smiling, and she's in a bikini, and she's dancing, and uh, all of that. So, so this is what? He's like some crazy, creepy monster i mean how low can you is he a drummer i mean how low can you go right and she's smiling and positive at him and all that right so what's going on here um so these boys i don't know what again i have no idea what's going on here but the reality is that these boys are watching tv wherein girls respond to insane psycho dudes right i mean look at this <laughs> look at this dude. <laughs> So this is, I don't know what, what horrible spirit cooking gestures going on here, but this is, right, this is the dude, and the woman is like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you make devil horns, you have a sideways tongue and no job prospects, uh, let me, give me some beads, I'll show you my boobs. Actually, that, that was my original business motto, but anyway, didn't work out, man boobs. Uh, not not uh, not so much in demand. But anyway, so these boys are watching this, right? So they're saying, okay, well, the media is uh, is portraying this kind of stuff. All right, well, so you blame the media, right? Why are you blaming men for what's in the media, right? Uh, and I've completely forgotten about this text. Let's just skip back here for a sec, right? Is this be the best we can get? Um, say, we can't hide from it, okay? Well, you know why you can't hide from bullying? Because governments stuff people into government schools regardless of quality, regardless of maturity, uh, usually regardless of intellectual ability. So, yeah, you're kind of herded into these child prisons called government schools, and you're heavily taxed to pay for them. So, of course, you can't get away from it. So what we should do is we should return all the money that are forcefully extracted from people in order to pay for government schools so that uh, kids can be free of bullying, right? Because that's where it goes on. It's been going on far too long, right? Still love that guy. All right. So we can't laugh it off. So this, uh, so it turns out the scene we saw earlier with the white guy grabbing the ethnic maid's butt, it turns out that's a sitcom, you see, where he just pretends to grab her butt. And like everyone's laughing at this. And what are you talking about? I've never seen any comedy like that. I've never, like literally have never seen any comedy like that where a guy grabs a woman's butt or pretends to. Oh, well, no, I guess there was Al Franken 
with that nice young lady on the airplane uh, after they did a charity tour and she accused him of jamming his tongue down her throat in what was supposed to be fairly platonic kissing scenes. But uh, yeah, no, it doesn't, uh, didn't really happen. Now, of course, here's the funny thing, right? So we'll get to this in a sec. But if you were going to talk about how inappropriate it was to pretend to grab a woman's butt, right? You got Al Franken leering over that woman who'd fallen asleep in the plane, pretending to grab, what well, I think he was pretending to grab her boobs, right? So you'd show that picture, right? Right? I mean, why wouldn't you show that picture? Can't be because he's Jewish. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be. Oh, dear. So, yeah, you have to have a white guy. I assume a Christian, right? You have to, doing, in a, in a made-up set, what you have an actual picture of a man doing, but, you know, this is lefty stuff, and therefore they don't want to get mad at lefty politicians, right? Like, like Al Franken. So, yep. Okay, so here, this is another one too, right? So here you have, again, the white guy. And the woman is trying to explain something, and then the white man pats her condescendingly and says, what I actually think she's trying to say, and then what does she do, right? Because she's strong, she's empowered, she's a modern woman. What does she do? Does she say, excuse me, I'll, I'll speak for myself, thank you very much. Uh, I can explain what it is, or or if she could stop him and say, well, wait, let me just ask everyone around the, around the table, is it confusing what it is that I'm I'm trying to say? Does, do people not understand? Well, right? Or maybe she just had a complete word fap salad of hell and, and just nothing, said nothing. So she has been condescended to, which, you know, by the way, I've been in, I was in business for a long time. It doesn't just happen to women. Try being the, uh, the tech expert a- at a sales meeting and see if you get condescended to or not. See, so she's strong. She's empowered. She's had 150 years of feminism telling her how to speak up for herself. And what does she do? Oh, wait. Let's go back and see that again, shall we? What does she do? The man is condescending to her. And she, she says nothing. She says nothing. So is it the activity of men or the passivity of women that is causing these problems? If the women pushed back and said, don't bully my son, or I'm going to go talk to your parents. If the women said, excuse me, I will speak for myself in a meeting. Thank you very much. But no, you see, they, they just, they hold and they're sad and they look down and they're upset and... It's so sexist. Oh, my God. Please don't expose my daughter to this limp-wristed, dead elephant trunk spinelessness of femininity. (laughs) Terrible. Okay, so now, oh, no, you see? See, here's the thing, right? So there is toxic masculinity in the world. Some of it has to do with Islam. Some of it has to do with Hindu practices. Some of it has to do, believe it or not, with Jewish practices. And, yes, some of it has to do with Christian practices. But here's the thing. White men, like of all the ethnicities in the world, white men treat their women the best. No question, no doubt. Anybody who doubts that, I don't even know what to tell you, right? So white men treat their women the best. And so there seems to be a peculiar excess of white men (laughs) in this video. Let's find the group who treats their women the best and then nag at them for their toxic masculinity. Where are the guys in turbans? Where are the guys with, with big, long beards and no mustaches? Where are the guys in mosques? Where are the guys who are uh, enforcing female genital mutilation? Where are the guys who are forcing women to wear hijabs or get beaten up? 
Where are they? Where are the men refusing to protect little girls from Pakistani rape gangs? Where are these men? Well, you see, they don't exist in this world because it's white, I assume Christian males, who are um, the, the problem, right? So here we have two boys. <gasps> they're play fighting. <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're play fighting. Oh, no. Now, and then, see, there's these bunch of fat. <laughs> Why do they have to be fat? Why? Why? <laughs> Why do they have to be fat? So there's a bunch of fat guys who are smiling and just sitting at their, looking at their kids, right? So their kids are, are play fighting, right? This does not look like a serious fight, right? And they say, well, boys will be boys. Now, I'm just curious, if, you, if it was a real fight going on and a bunch of dads standing around, have you ever in your life seen a bunch of dads stand around if, their kids, are really, if kids are really wailing on each other and not do a thing, not lift a finger and just sit there and say, well, I've, I've got to be portly and pear-shaped and flip my burger rather than intervene. Come on. <laughs> boys will be boys. And then you see we have, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to reach too much here. But you see corn, I assume some hot dogs down there, all at groin level, all on fire, right? This is castration, penis burning row. No question, no doubt, right? So here we've got, I don't know, some guy, some guy, some guy. And uh, oh, there's a bald guy down there. Yay. Hey, brother. Anyway, um, so, yeah, this is cooking the junk. This is uh, um, frying the, uh, the testicles. And everybody's saying boys will be boys, boys will be boys. But something finally changed. <gasps> what changed? Ah! Sorry. <laughs> I really got to warn you when you're going to get Kasparian. So this is Anna Kasparian. Now, Anna Kasparian works for a let's be charitable and call them a news outlet news outlet and the news outlet is called the young turks and i'm not absolutely i'm absolutely not kidding with you about this the young turks is named after a genocidal government group in turkey that committed a genocide against armenian christians to the tune of 1.5 million people they genocided 1.5 million people the Young Turks. And then there's this lefty news outlet called The Young Turks. Oh, I, I mean, literally, you, you're hiding in plain sight. I say, well, they didn't mean it that way. It's like, no, 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 the, 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 mean, the main guy, Cenk Ugar or something like that, the, the main guy, like the host, he wrote an article in 1991 explicitly denying the Armenian Holocaust. So, and he didn't stop the Young Turks till 2002. So without a doubt, he knows exactly what the term means because he wrote about it. He knows exactly that the Young Turks means people who genocide Christians, right? And Hitler himself, one of the reasons why the Holocaust happened was Hitler said, well, nobody ever talks about the Armenian genocide anymore, so I figured it was fine to go ahead with it. So now Anna Kasparian, I believe, comes from a Armenian background, which is odd to me, but I guess they have cameras, so it's okay. So this is, like, why would they put Anna Kasparian up there? What does she have to do with hashtag MeToo? Why is Anna Kasparian there? When she works for an organization named after a group that genocided 1.5 million Christians. Because the left hates Christianity. This is like straight up obviousness. It's not even a dog whistle, you understand. They're putting someone who works for an organization named after a group that genocided Christians 
oh my god like oh my god what is what is wrong with you people astounding okay so she's talking about this and so now we're talking about me too and allegations of sexual harassment Wow, allegations of sexual harassment. Now, the Me Too movement was birthed out of the multi-decade predatory habits of one Harvey Weinstein. So I'm pretty sure now we're going to see a picture of Harvey Weinstein, right? Because they're talking about Me Too and toxic masculinity. So let's see a picture of Harvey Weinstein who gave birth to the movement because he kept preying on these actresses, right? Harvey Weinstein, let's see. Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, no. You've got to be kidding me. Where's, where's Harvey Weinstein? Am I missing something? I mean, my eyes actually pretty good for fifty-two. These are you know, not very strong glasses, but what am I missing here? Ah, they're talking about Me Too. Harvey Weinstein birthed the Me Too movement. He's not there. After they missed Al Franken, now they're missing Harvey Weinstein. Well. <laughs> I'm sure there's a really, really good explanation about that. Ah! <laughs> All right. All right. Bunch of sheep. There will be no going back. All right. So because we we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Hmm. Ah, men need to hold other men accountable. So get the tax livestock. You understand, men, white men in particular, they're the tax livestock of the West. Uh, they're the, the group that is pillaged and preyed upon in order to redistribute income to buy votes from third worlders for the left. So uh, you can't have them organizing, right? The men need to hold other men accountable. Okay. So now, you see, we're going to see a list of virtuous men. Now, again, throughout history, it is white Christian men who have treated their women the very best. And so now, I'm sure we're going to see a whole bunch of white Christian men, except no. Here we see this um, this black guy, you know, massive sympathy and, and good for him. But as far as treating their women the best, I'm not sure that you'd want to put black men on average at the very top of the pyramid of worshipping the divine feminine. Um, you know, they they knock up a lot of women, black women, and, and leave them in the lurch, right? So it's almost three quarters of black children in modern America, are born out, out of wedlock, which is, you know, horrible and dooms the women to lives of poverty and, and dooms children to, I guess, being chased by bullies through obese single mother dingy households. So, okay, so now we're, men need to hold other men accountable. So let's, let's see who are the men who hold other men accountable. So there's a black guy, good for him. And, uh, okay, so there's a woman here. This woman looks sour. This woman is like, ugh, ugh. What are you doing? Are you looking at me? I oh, see. Whatever, right? So then, this white guy says, "Oh, let's go back here. Let's check this. Smile, sweetie." He says, "Smile," right? So she's looking unhappy, and and he says, "Smile," right? That's not exactly assault, you know. Smile, and maybe he knows her, right? Maybe he knows her, but you see, he is kind of obese and he's wearing those horizontal stripes that make you look even fatter and he's pale and he's pasty and he doesn't exercise. So he, a white guy, is talking to a white girl and now who is it who comes in as the hero to save her? This, uh, I don't know, Middle Eastern dude. And um, is he, I mean, 
he's he's the guy, right? Because, you know, Middle Eastern dudes, fantastic when it comes to women's rights. There's no question, right? Got so much to teach white Christian males about how to treat your women. Okay, so now here you see what is this woman, right? So this woman, you know, she's kind of busty. She's got the hair and she's wearing a very tight top, which exposes her belly. And she is wearing very short shorts and so on, right? So she's walking down the street, and she's got herself on sexual display. I'm not saying this gives, this doesn't give the right, men the right to wolf whistle. It doesn't give men the right. She understand what she's doing. She's putting herself on sexual display, right? And now, see this guy. Let's just rewind here for a sec. It's important, right? See, this guy wants to talk to her. This guy wants to talk to her. And he says, bro, not cool, not cool. Well, what does that mean? What, is that, what does that mean? It's not cool to talk to a woman that you're interested in? What's the matter with you? Bro, not cool, not cool. Why? Why is it not cool? Why is it not cool for a white guy to go and talk to a white woman or any woman because he finds her attractive? What's wrong? She can say no, right? She's empowered. So why is it not cool? Um, again, the black guy is the hero. All right. So then, what, are we still charging with these little boys here? These little boys still running. Boy, these, you know, these are some really, really fit uh, bullies. I'll just tell you that. So some already are. So how do we fix all of this? So here's a father with a son. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Okay, so who are the bullies here? Yeah, a bunch of white kids. No black kids among the bullies. See, the black, the black guys are the heroes telling white guys how to treat their women. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way it works. You know, in, in, for instance, South Africa is the rape capital of the world because blacks rape women at ungodly levels. Not that there are any godly levels, but you know what I mean. So here, of course, you're looking at the bullies and they are um, white guys, white boys. Yeah, it's white boys. All right, so then what's going on here? Oh, here's another black guy who's facilitating disputes between other black guys. Okay, all right, good. And now here's another one. So, you know, who, who, where, are the, where are the white guy healers in this? Well, they're not, right? The white guys are just the perpetrators, right? There's a black father say, I am strong. And now, you see, we're going back to dumpy-ass white guys <laughs> with their barbecues. And so finally, the father seems to wake up, and he goes over and he says, but some is not enough. He goes over and he says, stop. This is not, that's not how we treat each other, okay? So no play fighting. Now, see, the white boys here, they're all, you've got to look, always look in the background for the propaganda, right? So the white boys are play fighting, are being just mean and vicious, right? If you look there in the background, there's the black boy sitting there with his legs crossed, very nice, not fighting, blah, 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 right? It's not how we treat each other, right? Uh, you okay? Uh, the boy's watching today. Oh, look at that. I'm watching. I'm watching all of these non-white guys be amazingly wonderful when it comes to stuff like that, right? So it's only by challenging ourselves to do more, blah, 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 that we can get closer to our best. And uh, say, best man can be. I think that's it, right? So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, pr it's pretty wild stuff. It's pretty wild stuff. So, yeah, there you have it. Like all good propaganda, it's got a lot of fast cuts. It's got a lot of implied meetings. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background. And the ethnic demographics spell a very, very clear 
story. It's horrible, it's horrendous, and it implies, of course, that white Christian Europeans are the ones who have the most to learn from, say, blacks and Middle Eastern cultures about how best to treat their women. It's absolutely lie, uh, a lie. It's, it's false. It's, it's slanderous. Uh, it's a anti-white male propaganda of the very first order. So the only other thing I'm going to say is, yeah, don't buy anything to do with Gillette. Uh, the parent company is Procter & Gamble. They've been infested by social justice warriors, which means, in my humble opinion, sell, sell, sell.